At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are off and running on a Tuesday night. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We've got game number four of the Western Conference Finals going on. Will there be a sweep? The Mavericks doing their best to hold off the Golden State Warriors, leading by 13 with 205 to go. Uh, Edmonton, a early lead, Sean, uh, at home against Calgary. 13.56 to go, just a handful of seconds into this one. Uh, didn't make you very happy because we saw a early goal from the Oilers, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, which is 21 seconds into the game. I don't know what Jacob Markstrom was doing. I mean, you're under enough pressure. He just left the goal. Like he went behind the goal to, to clear the puck and didn't clear it. And, you know, they, they shot the puck into a, a, a goalie-less goal, I guess. What's the opposite of getting goalied? Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, earlier tonight, we saw the Hurricanes – Lose on the road yet again, Sean. They are now 0-5 on the road this postseason. 6-0 at home. And the goal differential on the road, minus 13. The goal differential at home, plus 15. And uh, for me, that meant uh, a, a victory as I took over five and a half games here at Circa. So uh, sit back and enjoy the rest of this series. But uh, you had the Rangers. I did. Uh, and, good call and I, there. I'm upset because... With the way that the playoffs have gone, especially this series, every game should be home team paired with the under. Yeah. Just blindly do it. I mean, you'd be 4-0 right now. You would be. Just The unders are now 4-0. Uh, and the home Carolina did not 4-0. Carolina did not pull the goalie uh, down 4-1, to so there was no uh, backdoor uh, over 5.5 situation, especially in a series that – they were leading two to one, so I guess they felt no need to pull the goalie, get desperate there. Some fighting uh, unfolded at the end uh, at the end of that game, but yeah, under again in that series. The unders now four and zero oh in that series, Sean, between the Rangers and the Hurricanes, and they'll be back at it on uh, on Thursday night. So um, I know what I'm betting. <laughs> home team in the under. And under. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, so we got we got some baseball going on as well, but uh going back to the NBA right now. Um, you know, this situation uh out in Dallas where the Mavericks uh leading by 15. I I rolled with the Mavericks. Uh mentioned on the show last night, it was in the best bets email. I just felt like, you know, and something I mentioned yesterday late in the show if if folks were with us, the shot quality from game 3 um, you know, based off of just the, you know, that particular website, 
actually said the Mavericks should have won the game and they ultimately lost by nine. So I felt like there would be some regression in a positive way or not uh, regression, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say, uh, people. <laughs> regression. Improvement. Regression How about that? How about right that? Word. Regression can be uh, a two-way deal. Somebody that's overproducing can regress to a negative uh, situation, but back to what they normally do, and somebody's playing bad can, can regress in, in a positive way to what the peripheral numbers say the and actual raw data should be. And it's not even like Luka is going nuclear in this game. He's got 13 points. He's just one of five from three, four of 13 from the field. Does have nine boards, three uh, three assists in this one, but he's getting contributions from uh, from yeah. his, his other uh, teammates here as Jalen Brunson has uh, 13 and Dorian Finney-Smith has 11. So they are headed to the locker room 62-47 to 47 right now. Look at those uh, over-unders tonight. <laughs> Luka Doncic, his over-under on points, 34 and a half. And he goes into the locker room with 13. But the Mavericks do have a 15-point lead. As a team, Golden State just shooting 3 of 16 from the three-point stripe, including 1 of 2 from Steph and 1 of 4 from Clay. And uh, after Andrew Wiggins went uh, went off in game number 3, Sean, he has been held so far in this game to just four points. So uh, impressive first half. Uh, I like where we're sitting uh, with the Mavericks to try to uh, get on the board with the victory. They lead by 15 at the half against the uh, Golden State Warriors. I don't think this is about Luka. I mean, he's averaging over 30 a game mm-hmm. and they're down 0-3. So this is about the others, mm-hmm. period. If they make threes, Dallas can come all the way back and win this series. I don't think so. I think they can, but they've got to make their threes. 11 of 48 in a game one loss, uh, 13 of 45 in a game three loss. Warriors are just too deep, have uh, too many talented players, and, you know. I might or might not have pre-flop Dallas. I know you do. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, you know, for you. I'm holding out his hope. Best of luck, but uh, I just have Dallas tonight. I I mean, no team in NBA history has come back from a 3-0 deficit, and if one is to do it, I would be surprised if it's the Dallas Mavericks. Well, they start hitting these threes, you never know. Well, the other team that they're playing likes to hit threes, too, and they're a little better at it than, uh, than the Dallas Mavericks. And Imagine if this thing gets a 3-2. All the pressure now goes back to Golden But they've State. been there before, Sean. Oh, I know. This a little, is a little team, older this time. Th- this is a team, Sean, that has made You haven't really got no five, yet. That, it, that hand don't hold a coffee cup as pure and true as it used to. You do realize that you look at this, the other pieces on this roster, right? Dorian Finney-Smith, undrafted free agent. You know, they're, they're just not as talented and deep oh, as, yeah. as Golden State. Oh, ye of little faith. I Did you bet the Mavericks tonight? Did you no. tell our listeners to no. bet the Mavericks tonight? No. I did. I bet them pre-flop. Okay. Yep. Well, that was a bad bet. Well, it looks like it now. Yeah. That's why I'm <laughs> first team to come back from down 0-3. Yeah. Yeah. Call me an optimist. Eternal. You can you can be an optimist all you want. I'm a realist, and uh, we will see. But uh, hopefully, the road to uh, your improbable and you know not possible comeback uh, <laughs> starts tonight with a Dallas victory. Oh so I can God. I can cash some tickets. Hopefully, with uh, I you know it's funny. Last night, I gave out the Mavericks on the show, and I look I look at the write up on the website today. Our guy JVT, he's got the Warriors. I'm like ooh, yeah. don't like that, but. I was never taking the Warriors tonight. I wasn't no. doing that. Either I was Dallas or, or nothing. I just I felt like this was that situation where, and look, we've seen sweeps before. 
I just felt like Dallas, they play really well at home. I think they would give it, you know, a, a strong effort. They're up 15. And a second half line, if you want to get in, uh, right now, it uh, looks like here at Circa, it is Golden State minus 10. Woo! What was the pre-flop total? Woo! 215 and a half. So you're... Let me uh, see where it's at now. 218 and a half, I okay, believe. Okay, so I was thinking maybe take the under because I figured it'd be lopsided. That's just what the NBA playoffs seem to be. Uh, two teams don't show up on the same night too, quite quite, uh, quite uh, often enough, at least not in this year's playoffs. But uh, I left it alone. So it looks like they're right on that pace, huh? Yeah, right now we are at 109, Sean, and the second half total. No, we're yeah, we're right on it because uh, Circa just posted their second half line. It looks like it's Golden State minus 4.5. Uh, so I make your pardon. I, I misspoke there. So Golden State minus 4.5 and, and a total of 105. So... Uh, we had 109 in the first half. If you played the first half, that just, just sneaks under. Uh, it's, it goes 110 in the first half, and uh, your second half line is uh, now been ticked up to 106, and uh, the number four and a half or five in favor of the Golden State Warriors. Do the Warriors make this a game in the second half, or does Luka try to take this thing over? Uh, I want to give you a stinky line. Dallas is up 15. 15 at the half. Warriors are still only plus 281 on the money line. Edmonton just scored again. I saw it. I tried to ignore it. Warriors are plus 281. Only plus 281 on the money line. That's not like outrageous. Well, it, when you have the Warriors uh, as, as they are, um, here at Circa, by the way, if you like that, you can get a better number. 325, I believe, is, is the current uh full game money line for the uh for the Warriors. And I think DraftKings even has it higher uh mm-hmm. currently. But the Warriors of old have shown the uh ability to come back and, and wipe these uh you know these um these games from the memory. By the way, I just want to quickly hit on uh what we've seen tonight in the NHL. You mentioned the under hit in the Rangers-Hurricanes game. The under in the first period did not. Actually went over. It was 2 nothing two Rangers, nothing Rangers yeah. after the first period. And a first period over here with the Edmonton Oilers. So they're leading 2 to nothing. Uh, curious to see if Calgary can, uh, can get it going here, Sean. I doubt it. Because doubt we had it. a series, what well, we had a um, over-under tonight of 6.5. We did not get there in game three, but we got there with ease in game one, obviously the nine to six game. And then we got there in game two, five to three. So we'll see if uh, if we can get to six and a half, as we were talking about last night. Uh, Stormy did like the over. We talked to her last night. She was uh, leaning towards the over last night in this Western Conference final game between the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. I think you and I, I know you're on Calgary first period, but you and I both, Personally, are just hoping for entertainment purposes to get Oilers and Abs in the. Oh second, yeah, that's gonna be finals. a tremendous series. Conference absolutely. Finals. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a tremendous series. I thought Calgary would come out and, and, and give a better effort in the first period. I thought eventually Edmonton would probably out talent them, but but this is over. This series is over. Calgary won't win another game. They might not win another period. N- not win series. another period. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is over. This yeah. is over. Man, I don't like the the pessimism there from the flash. It's just realism. Just based on what I'm seeing. 
I, I try to give you a dose of reality. You wouldn't take it with the Mavericks, but you're, you're giving it out on the Calgary Flames. Um, get some thoughts into what to expect tomorrow night with the Heat and Celtics as they hit the floor for game number five. Any series plays to take a look at for that series as well. 62-47, to 47, Mavs up 15 at the break over the Warriors. We're off and running. It's the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zyn.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Halftime in Dallas, 62 to 47. The Mavericks with a 15-point lead at the break. Once again, your halftime line is Dallas catching. Hold on. Catching four and a half. So a uh, full game line right now, as you see it on the screen, if you're watching with us on VEASAN.com is a total. Uh, sorry, it is uh, Dallas minus 10 and a half for the remainder of of the game. Do they keep it on them, Sean? They take their foot off the gas a little bit? This yeah, they State... got to win one. I think they win. I mean, I don't know if the NBA wants the Western Conference Finals to end knowing that it looks like the Eastern Conference Finals is going to seven. Well, once again, it doesn't matter, too, because the, the the NBA Finals are, are already set in stone. Right. They start on but June But it matters from a, a, a second. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, they want more eyeballs. Yeah. They want, you know. They'd love for this one to at least go six. You would love it for it to go six. No, I wouldn't. Well, you would love it. I'd love it. I need it to go seven. At least to go six. I got to go seven for, for <laughs> me to have any shot. Six don't make me feel better. <laughs> um, pre-flop, it was a total of 215 and a half, and you're kind of right on that number uh, at this point uh, with the second half spread being uh, total being 106 uh, in most spots, so that would make it to 215. So mm -hmm. right around uh, the, uh, the full game uh, total there. Uh, different spots had 215 and a half. That was here at Circa. South Point, 216 and a half. Uh, DraftKings closed 215 and a half. So 62 to 47. Once again, your halftime score. Dallas with a 15 point lead over the Golden State Warriors. Uh, some of your leading scorers in this game Sean Luca, uh, he's sitting with uh, 13. Jalen Brunson has 13. Dorian Finney Smith has 11. Uh, Reggie Bullock's got a couple threes. That's a. Uh, Makes it happy times for producer Aaron Oster. Who yeah, he hit his uh, player prop. Apparently uh, hit the over on three-pointers already. Steph Curry leading the way for Golden State with 15. And uh, Klay Thompson just three points in the first half. Jordan Poole off the bench, only three points as well. So a 15-point lead for the Mavericks. Uh, yesterday, after the first period, you and I love the abs. Uh, I had Dallas tonight on the money line, minus 115. So... Uh, I'm going to ride with that. No halftime play, no halftime middle attempt for me. Anything for you? 
Uh, not right now. Not that okay. I see. I, I'm definitely not touching the uh, Mavs Warriors game. It's kind of looking a little bit at this uh, Flames Oilers. Just trying to see if maybe I wanted to play around with the in, the total. But I got to see something out of Calgary, like because you know they can do one of two things. So they can really say, okay, let's let's really you know buckle our, our chin straps. Is that what you call the little yeah, strap sure. on, the, on the hockey hel- head helmet? And, and let's fight, or, you know, they could be like, you know what, hey, we made it to the second round. We're already home. Everything's in Alberta. <laughs> 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 you know, so, I mean, I'm trying to see a little spark from them. Yeah, this total, once again, closing at six and a half, and uh, a very early goal, a mistake by uh, Calgary's goaltender, and then another, uh, then we get two to nothing. Five and a half minutes to go in the first period Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, we're going to talk to Brian Gel- G- Geltseiler from uh, Sirius XM coming up uh, bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on uh, what we've seen so far tonight uh, with the Sun, or Suns, with the Mavs and the Warriors, but also his thoughts on this Heat Celtics series. So, you know, for me, Sean, um, after the game one loss by the Heat, I jumped on the Celtics. They win game two. That series flips to like minus 200, plus 175. Then the Heat win game three. And then last night, uh, it was just a domination from the jump, right? Uh, no Marcus Heat, Smart, too, right? No Marcus Smart last night. And uh, now the series heads back to Miami, and it is uh, two to two. But as you see on the screen there, uh, the Heat, or sorry, the Celtics have emerged back as the series favorite at minus 175, the Heat at plus 145. So. From what you've seen so far, do you believe that the Heat have a chance and are worth a look at that price point, whether it be to win the series at plus 145, to win it in six and get that at six to one, or if you think this goes seven, it would be in Miami, you can get it at plus 250. So anything intrigue you there yeah uh don't make any wagers until you actually see who's playing (laughs) i mean this series has been unbelievable first game we get a shocker no horford Mm -hmm. no No smart smart then all of a sudden tyler hero can't play for the heat jimmy butler goes in at halftime done returning the second i mean it's been something in every game so i think boston is the better team so my inclination is to ride inside with Boston the rest of this series. I, I don't – I'm not going to talk someone out of saying, okay, we're back in the heat, but I, you wouldn't hear me recommending sign with the heat, even with the points. Because the games that they've been underdog, they have not been competitive if they've lost. None of these games have been competitive. The, the winner, I feel like the Celtics have more excuses. I just the maybe big, not game three. Oh, we got a leak uh, at the uh, at the Dallas Arena right now, so that's oh. that's not great. Uh, leak coming from the roof uh, there in uh, in Dallas. So hopefully this doesn't delay the game uh, for the Mavs and the Warriors. As both teams looking like they're, they're ready do, to get back on the floor. If the series gets delayed for like an extended period, can we start it over? <laughs> <laughs> I think they I'll... just they just paid to Mark Cuban, <laughs> and he's sitting there like this. Just shaking his head like a disappointed dad at his arena dripping. Uh, what is that? Probably uh, air conditioner fluid or something like that. So, yeah. not uh, Aren't not, they building a new one? In Dallas? Yeah. I don't know. Is Jerry building it? I don't know. <laughs> Cuban caked up. 
He's doing all right. Yeah. He's doing all right. Um, I, I, I'm with you. Um, I, I would not play Boston tomorrow. Um, what's the, what's the line? Boston's a slight favorite, one and a half. I, 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 I said I would back Boston. So I have Boston to win this series, so I'm mm. just going to wait on that. You're in a good spot. But Did you get them when they became uh, plus money, or did you get them pre-flop when they were? Come on, man. You, not, you, you not, could have both. Do I don't you, know if you do, you do not or listen not. to me? Yeah, I mean, I should, don't answer that question. Uh, no, I got them plus 120 after, after they lost game one. I know that. I did not play. I pre- didn't know if you played them pre-flop as well. I did not. Jeez. How can you have a conversation with somebody that don't want to answer? You ask the question, just answer the question. But you should know I did not play them pre-flop. I did not know that. I know you were bullish on the Celtics. I know you thought that they had a chance not just to beat the Heat, but to go on and maybe potentially beat Golden State or Dallas, whoever came from the Western Conference. So, And I know you're a person that will lay minus 150, 160. <laughs> if, it, if it's a correct price. Right, yeah. I did lay. I laid minus 155 with the Rangers – and Hurricanes to go over five and a half games. And, well, yeah. look at what we got here. Absolutely. Over five and a half games. Congrats. Thank you. I'm just saying, like, so I don't look at me like I'm crazy for asking you, did you but I had But I had a whole method to my, uh, my madness here. I was How you got all in your panties the other day when you was like, oh, I said fade Scotty Shuffler. Like, you looked at me and smirked. That's you what did? You, that's what you just did to me. You did. By the way, you should have seen Sean. <laughs> Sean didn't talk to me the first hour leading up to this show. Because what I like Andrew McCutcheon, yeah, yeah, he 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 better not come in, in circle. Can I? So Sean, I normally don't take like so, my losses the way, to the athlete, but so, Andrew Sean McCutcheon got just said me. somehow that I was getting in my quote panties when you were all grumpy, and I was the one last night when that game went to extra innings. What did I tell you to do? I told you to hedge. Yeah, now, you would have much rather. Won the whole thing, but guess what? You didn't lose any money last night. This, this has nothing to do with it. This is the fact that some kind of way McCutcheon was brought up yesterday, <laughs> and I said I disliked him, and you backed him up, and I had to explain to you <laughs> I why. Like him. In the history of my interaction with sports gambling, Andrew McCutcheon has been in a position to cash a ticket for me at least seven or eight times. And he's 0 for 7, now 0 for 8 last night. How, was, how am I supposed to know that? Because you I said like, he's one of your favorite players. I did not say that. You take what I I like Andrew McCutcheon. Cool. He I won, don't. He won an MVP in Pittsburgh. I don't. I think he's a class act. I, I was trying to he's have like some, really some balance. Good career. You know. How was I supposed to know that you have yeah. some ridiculous uh, grudge against Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah, way to go, Andrew. Bases loaded, top of the 10th. Who's at bat? Andrew McCutcheon. Way to go, buddy. Well, it wasn't Andrew McCutcheon who squandered away a bases-loaded opportunity, what, in the, in the fourth, fourth inning? Yeah, wasn't yeah. him. So you might just be mad at the whole Brewers team. All right, we'll talk more NBA, see if uh, we can get Sean in a better mood here. Brian <laughs> Geltseiler will join us next from SiriusXM's NBA channel. It is the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with the DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. 
Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. It is now 3 to nothing, Edmonton with 30 seconds to go in the first period uh, over Calgary. They are continuing to work on the roof, Sean. Well, they got to fix it. They do. It's not one of them deals like, you know, you could put a, a, a pan out there <laughs> and be like, when we come back from the grocery store, <laughs> I mean, you got to get up there and fix it. We've all been there before. We're like, I'll just put the pot out there. It'll fill up, dump it out. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel for the people up there. I mean, yo, you can't rush me getting up here. What if I fall? Well, let's bring in a man who knows a lot about uh, plugging roofs, maybe, or a lot about the NBA. I think that might be more of uh, his uh, strength. It is Brian Geltziler from SiriusXM NBA and also HoopsCritic.com. Brian, uh, outside of a leaky roof, um, you know what have been your takeaways here from this game? I had the Mavericks uh, prior to this game, so I'm enjoying this first half, but is this a blip in the radar, or is this the the start of a, a monumental comeback for the Mavericks in this series. You know, I'll, I'll say it this way, Tim. There's an old saying about the three, right? You live by the three, you die by the three. Jason Kidd actually came out and talked about that at the end of game two and saying in the third quarter of game two, his team died by the three and gave up a huge lead. Tonight, they're living by the three, and, and shots are going in. When you take the volume of threes that the Mavericks have taken in this series, and tonight here in the first half, again, 23 threes, 19 twos. And that's not, it's been, a, that ratio has been further skewed towards the three in, in the first three games of this series. They're still taking more threes and twos. Shots are just falling tonight. But again, there's a second half to play. And if Dallas is going to continue this volume of threes, eventually it plays right into the Warriors' hands. And it may not play into their hands tonight. It may play into their hands in game five. But the reality is with how good the Warriors are in transition, how how much they like to play in transition, what Curry and Poole both do with transition threes, and Klay Thompson as well, who has not played well in the series, by the way. But what they do with transition threes, the long rebounds on the three-point misses are like short outlet passes, and the Warriors are off to the races. And Jason Kidd's kind of been on them about that. They've been a little better about it tonight, but still, more threes than twos. It's just not a wonderful formula for Dallas in this series. Uh, I got a question, Brian. How far away is Dallas, and how big of an impact would Tim Hardaway Jr. have made in this series? He would have made a significant impact, Sean. It's a great question because they, def, you've seen them at times struggle to create off the bounce. And granted, Hardaway's a decent three-point shooter. He's also more of a scorer than just a pure shooter, and they need some of that. They're trying to get some of that out of Jalen Brunson. Finney Smith and Bullock are standstill shooters, and they're both good standstill shooters. There's nothing wrong with either of their games. They're the two best defensive players on this team, but they could have used Tim Hardaway as a sixth man and bringing him and Dimwitty off the bench together to be creative. But I don't know that he's the one piece they are away. Their big problem that's been exposed in this series is the fact that they lack any kind of rim-protecting five. 
And I know Maxi Kleber's played a little better here tonight, but he's not the right guy for that. They've kind of put Dwight Powell on that role. They're not playing Dwight Powell enough minutes for him to really have an impact in that role. And I will tell you, as much as the Porzingis trade unlocked Luka and allowed Luka to hit a level that maybe he wouldn't have hit if he had to worry about working Porzingis in and, and finding the ball in all Porzingis spots that he wanted it, and, and that focus really helped the Mavericks. This is actually a series where they could have used Christos Porzingis because they need somebody to block some shots at the rim. And I think when you look at what Dallas does in their offseason, I don't believe Dallas is going to win this series. So when you see what Dallas does in their offseason, job one is going to be to try to do what you have to do to retain Jalen Brunson. Job two is to get somebody to protect the rim because the Warriors have exposed them badly with going to the rim. They show that's how they got back in game two. And they scored 42 points in the fourth quarter of game two. And that's certainly how they won game three. So I think that's a big thing that Dallas has to get to. Hardaway would have helped a ton, but they need a five that can keep the ball out of their own basket. Brian Gaslier here, uh, Sirius XM NBA show. You can follow him on at Hoops Critic. Moving to the other series, uh, I don't really know what's going on in this series. I'm not convinced that the same Celtics and Heat team shows up for every game. They must be putting impersonators on the court because it seems like the game plays completely opposite to what anyone thought, and one of the teams actually doesn't even show up. Brian, what is going on in Miami versus Boston? Who the hell if I know, right? I mean, oh my God, this, this is crazy. It's, you know, one night you get one team. I mean, you, you look at what happened in game three. Now, listen, game three was somewhat explainable for the Celtics. You turn it over 24 times to a team that defends as well as Miami, you're gonna, you're likely to lose the game. With that said, game, you know, game three of the series was like a soap opera between Butler not coming back after the half, Smart goes to the locker room, comes back, Tatum goes to the locker room, comes back, and they were actually better in that game without Tatum on the floor. Then they come out last night, and I don't know. You're seeing things in these playoffs that you never saw before. I never saw a team score one point in the first seven <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds of a quarter. One point. Like, And the thing about Miami that was odd, we hear all the time about their culture, and I get it. It is a unique kind of culture. But one thing that isn't a part of the culture is panic. And you watch some really good, really experienced players with championship rings panic last night in the first quarter of a game when the ball wouldn't go through the basket. A championship coach and they're exposed to panic. I mean, you get O of 8, O of 9, and you got to start looking at your bench for guys to go in the game. You can't, like, wait for another five shots to miss and start a game O of 14 before you decide to go to your bench and start bringing somebody in that can shoot the ball. You know, and, and that's so – there was a, it was mass panic on Miami's part. With that said, you can't count them out of the series. Butler, you know, that, that game for Butler was an anomaly. He's played too well in these playoffs to just wave him off like he doesn't have anything left. And listen, I will tell you, Marcus Smart's an important piece for the Celtics, but Derek White does a very nice job of giving you, I don't know, 70 to 75% of Marcus Smart. He defends well. He plays well enough on offense. And Robert Williams makes all the difference in the world. I thought Boston was going to win the series early on. I still think Boston's going to win the series. I think Miami will make it close. I, th- I, I will make this prediction about this series. The law of averages would tell you that you are done with blowouts. And I think we'll get a couple of close games here down the stretch as these, these teams get more comfortable with one another. But this deer in the headlight stuff, this panic in this blowout stuff, it's not something I thought would be a characteristic of this series. And it has been so far. I would think that we'll see at least, you know, one or two close games before this thing wraps up. 
Well, that would be nice. I, I would enjoy that. Um, I would enjoy also the Celtics winning both of those close games so we could uh, we can cash that ticket. Uh, at B Geltz NBA on Twitter, Brian Geltzeiler joining us. Uh, is it is this too simplistic, Brian, to say if the Celtics don't just fall all over themselves and turn the ball over like they did in game three, 23 turnovers, they don't lose again. I mean, it feels like the Heat, when they just throw the pressure and the Celtics, to use your uh, terminology, have that deer in the headlights look and are turning the ball over, that's when they run into trouble. I just look at these two rosters and the talent up and down it. I trust the talent on Boston more so than Miami as as long as they aren't just turning the ball over at a ridiculous rate. I agree. And, and, and one of my fears for Miami coming into this series, and it's going to sound overly simplistic when I say it, but would they be able to score enough against Boston's defense? Well, the, the alarming thing for Miami about last night's game four is the fact that they actually played a decent defensive game. They weren't bad defensively. Their effort was there. They grinded. They were that bad offensively. And part of it was because Miami missed a lot of open shots. They had a bunch of pull-ups in the first quarter that are normally shots that they hit that they just flat-out missed. The other thing was they were defended really well. Robert Williams makes a huge difference in this series. Robert Williams as a help defender is a massive, massive weapon, and it, it makes it harder for Butler to get to the rim. Bam out of Bayou was a different player with Robert Williams on the floor. When he did Dal Horford in game three, he absolutely destroyed him. They dropped down on him with some extra help. Bam looked tentative, didn't look like himself, and that's your fear for Miami. Do they have enough shot makers? And I know Tyler Hero hasn't been great in this series, but they missed them last night. They're, they need somebody else in there that, besides Jimmy Butler, they need another player that can get his own shot. The only other guy they have that can do that is Hero. The other thing I think you'll see Spo in game five here, he'll be a little quicker to pull the plug on Max Struess and go to Duncan Robinson and live with the consequences on the defensive end of the floor because they just need another shooter on the floor. Robinson hit four threes. Granted, it was in garbage time, but he hit four threes last night, and I think he could be a key factor for Miami going forward. Hey, Brian, we only got 30 seconds left, but I got to get your opinion on this. I know we still have the finals, but so far – who has done the most to enhance the perspective of their career during these playoffs? I absolutely think that the legacy of Steph Curry, is, as long as Golden State goes to this final, is going to be something that he's advanced in a major way. If Golden State somehow went to championship, Sean. That's seven years between the one he won, the two he won without Durant in between them. It's an amazing accomplishment. Four finals, two-time MVP, and if he can get a finals MVP under his belt, he'll be pretty damn good. Not too shabby. Nice. Appreciate you, Brian. Stuff, always appreciate it. Great stuff. And hey, the My game's pleasure, back, guys. so we uh, we get some basketball to watch. There he is, Brian Geltseiler. Check him out on SiriusXM's NBA channel. It's the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you can get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. For the next few months, well, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT, his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice, 
And don't worry, we'll have plenty of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention our continued best bets on golf, UFC, and whatever else is uh, out there. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, a live video stream whenever you want. The cost is only $39 for a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now. Head over to vcin.com slash summer. Uh, Sean, I'm pulling up my phone because I sent a tweet to uh, to some friends of mine earlier today um, about the last time we had a close game okay. in the NBA. Sean, the last time we had a final score within five points, it was game five of the Bucks celtics series. <laughs> About two weeks of beatdowns. Yeah, ridiculous. There's the bracket. Yeah, thank you. Pulling up the bracket just to, to give it a little perspective because right now it is a 24-point Mavericks lead. Now, I will say this. I am enjoying this 24-point lead. It is wonderful because of we pull for our pockets here on this show. We do. But there are people who, you know, also pull for enjoyment and entertainment, and uh, sometimes you don't get that, but... You know, with this Warriors team, maybe you'll get uh, maybe you'll get some life here. Uh, Luca is not happy about that nine call. Yeah, he did a little spin move, and and Andrew that Wiggins. definitely was a foul. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, uh, Luca's got some work to do if you want, if you think his player props going to hit, uh, yeah, especially you, with the score like it is. Well, you would think, Sean, if if you back the War- Mavericks, there would be a correlation to backing Luca in his over, and with them being a slight favorite, I'm not surprised that his Total was sitting at 34 and a half. And also, last two games they've played in this series, he's had 40 and 42, respectively. But here tonight, um, his uh, his supporting cast has is, is helped out. Uh, as you look around, Dorian Finney-Smith, four three-pointers tonight for him. So over there, he's four for four. Reggie Bullock, four three-pointers over there. Uh, he's got 12 points. Luka just hit another three. Jalen Brunson with 15 points. Luka now was sitting with 21. What was it, 34? 34 and a half at DraftKings. Uh, he's got to get it quick. And because this is kind of like they're in that range now where Golden State might take stuffing them out the game. If the rest of the third quarter goes like this, yeah, you know, he may play them the first minute or two of the fourth. And yeah, then Luca's probably out too. Yeah. And I think if you're the Warriors, right, you're up 3 1 or you're up 3 0, it'll be 3 1. You're going back home. What's the point if you're down 20 plus of playing Steph Clay with all the injuries or their increased age here? What your boy Jordan Poole just shot a, a free throw that got stuck. That was Draymond Green. That's not Jordan Poole. Oh, yeah, that is Draymond. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they switched. See how Draymond walked up and Poole was standing at the free throw. <laughs> they tricked me. They got me. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, Jordan Poole, though, not uh, he's having a rough go of it. Pretty much everyone is outside of, I mean, even Steph. It has not been a pretty performance tonight for the Warriors. I'll say this. Whoever wins this year's NBA title, they will never come up in the conversation as all-time great team. No. Well, I – who all four of these teams have lost a game by yeah twenty five plus multiple games. Well, what what I would say <laughs> is plus. yes, you're right. The twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two champion yeah. is absolutely not going to be discussed in the all time realm. However, if the Warriors do win this dynasty, yeah. is, like is, Brian said, it does a lot for Steph oh too. It gosh. separates Steph. Yeah, 
from because some of these guys. So I'm pulling for Steph. I, I hope he wins it. I was listening to, I think it was Zach Lowe on his podcast earlier today. And he said, you know, it was like two and a half years ago, they played, the Warriors played, I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, they played, they were in Tampa playing the Raptors. Okay, that was during COVID. Yeah, so this was the post-bubble season. This was the 2019-2020 season. And Steph was out, Clay was out, Draymond was out, and they lost by 50. Mm -hmm. And now here they are. People thought maybe this, you know, this run of the Warriors was over. Um, I never thought that. I just thought it was it was unfortunate that the injuries hit when they did because I, they lost Clay and Durant mm-hmm. in the finals against Toronto. Clay works his way all the way back, comes back. Now they lose Clay tears again. Achilles. You know, and then Draymond was injured this year. Steph had some issues, so it kind of was like they were in that conversation. Like they were when you talk about the greatest. NBA teams, you know, they were in there, and then the injury bug, it hit them, and it kept hitting them. So it's good to see them back yeah. in this position. Yeah, it just so, Unfortunately, I bet Dallas. I haven't given up hope, though. It, it just uh, – Dallas can win four straight. I mean, they, I mean, technically, yes, they won't, but – I'm just doing the math. I mean, yes, it is, yeah. it is possible. Right. I will say it is not impossible. Right. It has never happened before, and I don't think this matters. Why did I bring up that kind of stuff? I just – I like to tell the people, you know, you are the uh, – the internal optimist here, you know, talking about the Reds who lost by a thousand. Hey, 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 Reds, the Reds. You leave my Reds alone. I just. By I, the way, I've got something that I want us to do. Okay. I want us to play the over. What's the Reds field, home field call? Reds home field? Yeah. Uh, was it uh, one. Great American Ballpark. We're going to play the over in Great American Ballpark mm-hmm. and the under at PNC where the Pirates play. Okay. Yes. One is giving up runs at an all-time high rate. The other is suffocating everything. Now, does that have anything to do with the fact that the Reds play every game there at that ballpark? They don't play every game. Half well, of them. I'm saying all the games that you would no. be able to bet on I'm just saying, Great American, Ball- Great American Ballpark has become like a hitter's park. No, like, I, like no. the, the, in a in a, a league where the ball is dead, it, it's jumping out of the park there. And PNC, I mean, I saw a couple Rockies a day hit balls that would have been ten rows deep in the bleachers, other places, and it's deep flyouts. Yeah, the Rockies won uh, two to one over the Pirates in ten innings. The Cubs. 11-4 winners over your Cincinnati Reds. Still scratching and clawing, Sean, to get out of the worst uh, record in baseball. What's good, though, is that the Nats lost again today. So yeah. they're only uh, they're only a game back of the I Nats. I think I'm going to lead the NL Central alone. After what the Brewers did to me last night, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't even sleep. <sighs> it's a bad night. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I mean, you know what it was. It's just, I do. Jeez. It was also a six-leg parlay with like a, a first five Listen, win. Regardless. Two hockey We games. were down to the last leg of it. The Brewers were up 2-0, majority of the game. Then they were up 2-1, deep into the game. Then even after Padres tying it 2-2, we get lucky. Top of the 10th. They have bases loaded, no outs. This is a tough one. It is. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, the good news was uh, 
our editor back there, Oliver, he's red hot. He's coming in here, coming, giving us advice. Yeah, Oliver's hitting. He had a nine-legger yesterday. 20-leg parlays over the week. Yeah, I don't he, even know how he can bet on a game on Friday he, on Monday. He, he, like, he got a special connection or something he might going. Be, he might quit work. He might just, you know, he's he's feeling. He's feeling as he's chesting out. Hey, Aaron, call call security. Ask him to keep the camera on Oliver after the show. Like he's obviously going to one of these secret he's pulling some, offices or something that we don't know about. He's pulling some George Clooney, uh, George Clooney stuff here. Like he had a, like a three day parlay. <laughs> he wasn't even like the same day. <laughs> oh, I love it. Congratulations to our guy. Oh man, at least one of someone on the man. show's hitting big leg parlays. You know, yeah, I'm over it. I, I I hit a bunch of straight bets yesterday, but you know I always throw like a little YOLO pick in there. Yolo pick, man. It was headed the right way. It was until it wasn't. Jeez. Ooh, man. It's, yeah, night-night. It is a 28-point lead now for the Dallas Mavericks. They are 8 for 10 from 3 in this third quarter. We can go ahead and, uh, I mean, I I know we, we do this so often, Sean, where we like to, oh, you know, a great game happens. Like, that, that was the best game of all time. You're like, eh, it wasn't. We haven't done that. The, no, no, I'm saying just we as a as a sports society do that way yeah, too often. Yeah, we overreact. Prison of the moment. Are these <laughs> NBA finals, please? Dude. Do us some justice because we, these playoffs have been terrible. Let me tell you how bad it's been. Terrible. I haven't even really watched the games. <laughs> like, I just say, okay, if it's competitive after the first period, and I'll tune in and watch, but this is probably going to be like, a 10-plus margin lead for one team. The last 17 playoff games have had an average margin of victory of 19.8. It's unbelievable. And the Mavericks are up 28 right now. Hey. Rocket chair, though, for the Mavs. Nightcap. Nice